Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Hi everyone, and welcome to our fourth episode in this season of the Partnership Podcast, talking about church partnerships. And thanks Rachel for joining me today for this chat. Thanks, Kat. It is great to be with you. Excellent. Uh, we're going to begin with prayer now. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you love your church, that you love the individual churches that are around us. And we pray you'd encourage us as we partner with them to love your churches the way that you do and to keep growing in our skill and wisdom about how to approach them. Please encourage us as we hear Rachel's stories today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. So, Rachel, I've heard you talk in really um, encouraging ways about some of your interstate church partnerships or one partnership particularly. And I know that lots of our staff do have uh, partnerships with churches in other states. So just wondering if you can tell us a bit about what that looks like, what's Mm. been helpful for you. Yeah, uh, the partnership that I have, um, Church Interstate, it's... They've been with me since the get-go because it's actually the church I was able to be a part of while I was studying at college. And, mm. um, yeah, from the very beginning, it's been a really encouraging, supportive partnership um, where they've really uh, – they're a church that's really felt um, that partnership is uh, on both ends um, and have really sought – to care for me as well as they want to know and hear and be part as much as they can of the ministry. So what's been great, I've tried to go back to visit uh, each year. Obviously COVID interrupted being able to be there in person for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they, yeah, uh, they've always wanted to find lots of different ways to have me uh, up the front when I come visit. So in the mm. in the services, it's not just so. Yes, I'll have a I'll have a spot where I'm giving particular update on what's been happening on campus. Yeah. Um, but they've also wanted to find at least one other time in the service to have me up. And usually, it's actually been um, connected with the the sermon. So usually, the pastor will will preach and then get me up. Um, at some point, uh, whether it's doing some uh, help, uh, helping think through application from the passage or it's me um, giving a word of exhortation um, that's, yeah, not necessarily sharing particular things about from campus, uh, but it could be. But, yeah, so uh, that's been the services, but also around that, uh, especially if I've been able to be there which I usually have tried to be there for longer than just a Sunday. Um, mm. It's a long way to go, so <laughs> make the most. But try to visit as many of the, the church small groups as I can. Um, and also trying to find ways to use um, the things that we get we do on campus, I think, which we do well uh, with our organisation. That is our training of students in lots of um, different ministry skills and, and other uh, and uh, thinking th- things through theologically. So I've gotten to run training times uh, just about every time I've mm. gone to visit, whether on how to read the Bible with 
an unbeliever or calling someone to faith or um, so I've done training times, uh, gone along to yeah youth group and given talks there and visited some of their other ministries so that I'm also um, yeah supporting and encouraging them. So I think that's mm. it's felt very mutual um, yeah. and where they don't just want to hear a few things, they really want to know me and mm. the ministry well. Yeah. And what's that looked like then when you've not been present with them, when you've been back home and trying to, like in between visits? Yeah. Um, it's been, I, they, they have a missions team. Um, so even though I have, I also have a strong relationship with the pastor, I've always had someone generally from the missions team who's been kind of my person. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> and often they've been someone I've, known pretty well um yeah. and they at different times get in touch with me to check up on you know they're going to do a a feature spot for me that coming week or so so share prayer points and other things going on mm. um but also just to chat with me and how I'm going and pray with me so yeah, um great. yeah it's interesting actually just that uh, the value of having an advocate, even if you know the church leader well, yes. to have another advocate within the church who might maybe just have a bit more time yeah, <laughs> and energy for partnering with you. Yeah, generally I've actually found that's what's happened in most of my other partnerships as well, which are more local, mm. even though I've made sure I've gotten to know the pastor if I didn't know them. Uh, already um, or there's been a change in the minister during the time of my partnership with them yes but it's actually having someone um, else who's generally often they've been part of the the missions team um, and thankfully a lot of them have been people I've been friends with already so that's that's helped um, and then I found they're the best avenue just in organizing things and yeah they're the ones who've uh yeah contact me about the regular like prayer points or when I go hey I've I've actually probably only the last two three years something I've started doing at the start of the year is actually when I have more time um writing to each of uh my um churches usually through that Mm. person who's my main contact yeah um and just gone hey us, you know, looking forward to a new year together. Um, love to, you know, get organised in when I could come to visit and ask also yeah. are there any other things you want to change in how we do our partnership or things. Yeah, so I've tried to be a bit more on the front foot. It's a great um, idea. Yeah. And that's just helped, um, yeah, also get my calendar sorted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So interesting because I often think about churches as having like a, a hierarchical, like a two-layer relationship where yeah. you're relating to the church leadership and then the congregation yeah. but you're almost talking about like a three-layer partnership where yeah. you need permission from the church leader yeah. but then you also have an advocate who's yeah. kind of got an official role yes and then helps you to have a relationship with the congregation as well so even more yeah. complex but more helpful nuanced <laughs> yeah. more nuanced yeah. maybe than I would often have said That's yeah great. I mean with many of those like the relationship has started more as at that congregational level like I've known them and then yeah it's worked out that yeah. they've ended up being but not always not always like there's yeah. and there's also there's changes that that happen um, and it's managing those changes to make sure you are on the front foot 
kind of yeah. getting to know that new person and kind of having that transition from the person who knew you yeah. um, to getting to know that new person. Helpful to have multiple relationships so that if the church, like say the senior minister changes, yes. then you've got someone else. Yes. Um, I'd love to hear more though. You mentioned your local church partnerships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that your team's done some thinking around that, um, kind of adding some new intentionality in um, mm-hmm. a few years back. Can you just tell us what that looked like as a team, like what the team discussions around church partnerships looked like? Yeah, uh, it was something where we felt our church partnerships up to that point had been very much uh, on an ad hoc, ad hoc, each team member kind of building their relate partnerships according to their relationships, um, yep. but not really coordinated as a team. And there was a bunch of churches as well that we just had never really been able to develop partnerships with or, or they yet yeah, just fallen off the radar and thinking church partnerships we need to invest in and yeah. do better at and so um, yeah Tim did a great job in pulling together a bit of a grid um, yeah. which I haven't looked at for a little while but uh, it kind of helped us in assessing kind of where those partnerships were up to in terms of did we have any Mm. like what kind of partnership was it financial or prayer or whatever but then um, thinking uh, theologically uh, ministry philosophy wise what's our alignment there because that could just help us to know um, yeah even what our expectations or even what uh, kind of partnership we wanted to develop or just yeah um, where to prioritize because we can't yeah, we don't have the time necessarily for everyone. Yeah. Um, although as we've added new team members, then that does open up more opportunities to go, hey, no one no one has had the chance to develop a relationship with that church. Yeah. How about you go do that? So Yeah, that's really helpful. Um, and how does your campus support team then overlap with your church partnership thinking yeah. as a team? Yeah. Uh, the, our campus support team... Um, I mean, it's changed over the years as to who is on it, but we generally try, if we can, to have uh, people from different churches. Um, And, I mean, many of them are also graduates. Um, Others aren't graduates from our campus, but have a connection, maybe graduates from others or... Yeah, and Mm. so through that, it helps us to both... uh, have a, I guess, an easy in or like we have someone at that church, but also I, I hope it would if, yeah, for those church, like churches to know, hey, we're a ministry that's in partnership with many of the local churches, not just one or two um, mm. that we really value uh, the local church. And yeah, and as I said, it ha- has helped us in terms of also um, building relationships within churches because, um yeah, a grad, if they're on our campus support team, they're very keen about the ministry, they understand the ministry, and mm. so they can be um, someone that can help us then connect in with that church and, yeah, and yeah. go from there. Yeah, so. that's great. With your local church partnerships, you've mentioned that you take some time at the start of the year now, and it sounds like, you know, a few years back you guys had that conversation about it becoming a bit more intentional. Mm. Um, what's What's been the best, the highlights of your church partnerships locally or like the best wisdom that you could share with us about what that's looked like, what's been encouraging? Mm. Um, yeah. 
I I think definitely um, for me, it's it's been the relationships. Uh, you know, there's some churches where I've known people already, so that's been kind of easier. Like, and then being able to uh, keep coming back and having people know me um, mm. and ask questions. I've kind of, you know, started receiving. Um, updates regularly and wanting to to hear more that's always I think the loveliest things about church partnerships is the relationships Mm. with people from all different backgrounds some who've never themselves gone to university but are really excited to hear about young people who love Jesus or have come to to know him for the first time yeah Um, so yeah that's I think that's both the joy and what I would say in terms of developing the church partnerships is just keep your eyes focused on the relationship, um, not just, mm. uh, you know, yes, it'd be great if that church can financially get on board. We know, you know, we need um, financial partnership to do what we do on campus, but actually, um, yeah, loving that church, uh, wanting them to, you know, be encouraged in the gospel um, and also encouraging them in the work that they're doing where they are. So, yeah, I love going. There's one church where there's absolutely no young adults. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's full of older folk, but they they love hearing about the ministry and when I get to sit down for tea and coffee after the church service and, and chat with them, yeah, getting to hear about their, their lives and how they're seeking to... Um, know Jesus and share him um yeah and getting Mm. that mutual encouragement I love that yeah that's great Rach lots of our staff struggle to how to think about church partnerships particularly if they're Mm. women and the church don't want them to preach um just wondering you sound like you've got lots of very vibrant church partnerships what does that look like for you yeah there's variety so I mentioned my interstate church Mm. partnership where they've been really proactive and gone how can we have multiple ways that Rach um, can can share and can share her gifts. Um, so that's to me like been the, probably the best of the partnerships. Yeah. And so you know that's something you can also talk to a church about and go, hey, yes, I may not preach, but there's a bunch of other things that I'd be happy to come and share and do at at your church if uh if you'd like me to whether it's training or yeah working with the the youth group or yeah getting along to small groups so there's a bunch more um and and remembering that ourselves um Mm. uh and so and then some other churches uh it's been great working with um some of the guys of my on my team who actually they support me by uh we we they might come with me and and preach and i'll do yeah, the partnership update and some other things. And I'm I'm the main uh, mission partner or mission link person with mm. our ministry. Um, and so they, yeah, they graciously, yeah, want to support and help that. So I think, yeah, depending on the church. And then I have other part, uh, partners where they're fine. Um, they're, they're probably used to mission partners actually not preaching. Most of the time they had just had their mission partners come and come and share and maybe you know, come to the occasional mission dinner or things like that. So they don't actually necessarily ask or want people to come preach. So I think remembering, yeah, church partnerships is more than 
preaching. Yeah, that can be a great uh, thing that staff can can um, offer and, 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 you know, give a taste of the ministry on campus in our public meetings, but we know mm. our public meetings, they're not the whole of our ministry as well. So, yeah, yeah church partnerships can be more than that. And Yeah, yeah. and you mentioned something, bringing students along sometimes oh, yes. to the local yes. churches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I try if I can, <laughs> yeah. to do that, um, especially if it's a church. Some churches have some of our students or grads there, and I might try and involve those ones that are there. But if not, I'll, yeah, maybe take a take a student along with me or, or, or an apprentice as well, depending on, yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, speaking of apprentices, you mentioned that, um, just to move on to another question, yeah. um, you mentioned that some of your partner churches, you know, that the relationships are kind of more longer term and you've got longer term staff that you want to be a partnering with those churches, but then apprentices come along who are kind of dropping into those partnerships for a while or maybe come out of the churches. Yeah. Um, sounds like you're the start of thinking through some of those questions, but what are the kind of questions that have come up for you guys about apprentices and church partnerships? Yeah, I think particularly where there's a church, so yeah, we've got one church partnership that's long-term, uh, we've got long-term staff uh, that are there and we have lots of students and grads there and they're a church that themselves are thinking they want to step up their training mm. which is fantastic but it has meant um, in the last yeah little while not only do we have apprentices from our ministry but also they've got some for the for the church and then even other ministries um, uh, and so wanting to think through yeah how do we make certain in terms of long-term staff are, are supported because we have had a few grads who switched support to apprentices, which, mm. you know, lots of ways, that's fine. That's fantastic. They're still supporting the ministry, but then making sure they, after their apprentice is finished, maybe we want them also to support long-term staff. Um, and also how do we help the congregation not feel overwhelmed with lots of people asking them especially you know if it's also um like how do we still give them the opportunity to support who they would as many as they would like but also um, be clear in helping them understand it's okay you know even just yeah continuing their support of a long-term staff work is great apprentices are a bit of a different yeah kettle of fish so we're thinking yeah and how does our graduate uh, fund also function in that maybe rethinking a little bit about mm. that so still thinking that through yeah 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 um as we finish up do you have um any wisdom that you'd share with someone who's just getting started or maybe getting restarted with their church partnerships yeah um i would say you know church partnerships are so worth it um church partnerships are they can be hard initially. They take time to invest. But I think, yeah, keeping the focus on relationships, start with uh, a relationship in that you already have there. Um, mm. Yeah, persist in, uh, if, yeah, getting to know that church and finding out kind of how it works and through your the person that you may know that might lead eventually to meeting uh, the minister um, or the particular, I guess, mission team person. Um, mm. But, yeah, if we're excited about our ministry and the uh, opportunities um, that the church can share in in a partnership, I think 
that can come across as we approach and get to know churches. So, yeah, I reckon church partnerships are really worth it. So invest. Awesome. Thanks so much for um, sharing with us today. And let's finish in prayer. Father, we do thank you again for your church. And we thank you for the many churches you've brought around Rachel and encouraged her um yeah that there's been mutual encouragement in those partnerships and we pray for each of our workers each of our teams that you'd surround them with churches who are willing to partner and that we would be willing to partner to give us strong relationships with churches that are, are deeply encouraging on both sides and we pray that in jesus name amen Well, thanks for listening today and we'll be back next time with some more Bible encouragement. Bye.